messed up, man. Just because they have a racist team name doesn't make them have small penises. So we're we live? live. We're live. I didn't we're post. Live. I didn't post on any of the social media. Think for yourself. I'm undead. The One undead. might say horribly live. Dun dun dun. <laughs> so we're just undead. We're not live. Okay, seriously. Like we we got it the first time. Thank you. <laughs> Down. No. Bad. Bad then. <clears throat> so we're going to talk about horror movies. Yeah, Yay! we are. Yeah, we are. Um, are we I talking about horror and other media, too? Or just mo movies? You know what? Sure. I want to know what your plan is here, sir. My plan? I was hoping we were going to mm. stick to movies. What? Horror and other media. I, th I think we could do horror and other media because there are some really good horror books out there. Like pretty much anything Stephen King. Oh, yeah. Um, I think talk or about video TV. games. Yeah, video games. And video games. And yeah. Television. I mean, we're yeah. everything geek pop culture as... For everything geek pop culture, this is oh, yeah. comics online, baby. I mean, John St. John said it, so, I mean, I guess we can talk about it. I mean, yeah. I got no yeah. issue with it. Yeah. Bitches. So did you publish us? Say Are what now? published live as well? Published live? What? Are we are we promoted onto no, the, I the Facebook? No, because um, um, so I have a, a feeling that I got my tooth when I was probably like ten years old, right? And I found out um through the grapevine that those fillings have a shelf life of about ten to fifteen years. Well, this uh, is a horrifying story. I'm 34 now, so the the filling has eroded and it's yeah, and my tooth is throbbing right now. So. I took some really, really, really good pain medication. Something else is throbbing. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, but. Enus. Yes, thank you, Andy. <laughs> that was the joke. Thank you. <laughs> this is going to be a good episode. Oh, this is going to be a good episode. We're talking about horrors. Horrors and penises. Um. <laughs> But, yeah, so my tooth is, is, like, aching very, very horribly, and I'm probably going to have to go get it pulled because, um, I don't know. I haven't been you know doing, what else is getting pulled? Um, your <laughs> sponsorship on Comics Online. Like, <laughs> 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 Aw, that made me sad. Uh, <laughs> all right, everybody, quickly, we're going to let everybody listen to the song stylings of Fastball right now. I want you to go on your, your Facebooks, on your phones, and on your computers, and tell everybody to listen to this. Okay. I'll do what I want. I want you to do this, so you should want to do it too. I want you to want me. It is www.mixler.com, which is M-I-X-L-R.com slash FXBG Pirate Radio. I'm sharing it right now, so if you wanted to, you could just share what I'm sharing. If That, is, share that was sharing. my plan. Yeah, I shared it. Yeah. I'm a firm believer in sharing. We're live. Sharing is caring. Right now. If you know what I mean. Especially STDs. Talking... Horror movies. Doesn't have to go that way. And other horrifying media. It'll. It's going to be a spooktacular time. <laughs> I love that word. Naturally. Spooktacular. And it's posted, so go ahead and share away. And you can also see the awesome picture of Ek the DJ dressed up as a pirate now. <laughs> Which I like. <laughs> I just look at it and I'm like, how much planning and, and thought went into this process of him dressing like a pirate and doing this? But either way, like it's it's wonderful. Like, but we actually have. Hey, very angry. Somebody's listening to us. Where's the Where's the chat? 
EK, where's the chat, man? Where'd it go? So, in your booty hole. That's not where I keep things. If you know what I mean. Did, did you publish it to Comics Online Facebook? No, but I should do that too. I think I will, since you know, because you said so. So while we're waiting, <laughs> who can give me from the first Grey movie the three rules of a horror movie? Um, don't have sex. Okay. Um, don't be black because you'll die. Nope. Oh, okay. Well, that's true, though. Never sued. No, no it isn't, because uh, the ACLU actually sued over that. No shit, are you serious? Yeah. Way to go! That's actually why, starting right. in about the mid-2000s, um, it they actually stipulated that one minority must survive a horror film. That's... Okay. <laughs> because for a long time, minorities did not survive horror films. How are you going to say must? You can't make somebody be like, oh, you got to have a minority that, that stays alive. I mean, the only way that they can get around it, don't, but you can't make someone. Well, the way they, um, they actually can get around it is, uh, if there's only one survivor, then that doesn't have to stipulate. Um, and let's see, what was the other rule? And um, you've just made all of that up. No. Good job. <laughs> way to go. <laughs> okay. So, Aside from Mike's <laughs> racistness, what were the other two I rules? wasn't racist, okay? That shit was real. It was so real that the ACLU was like, you can't kill all the black people anymore, yeah. okay? That's how unracist it was, okay? Man. <laughs> so, all right, anybody else got the other two rules? Um, no G... Oh, I'm just kidding. <laughs> oh. Never say you'll be right back. Uh, that's, that's part... All right, so you got third rule, you've got part one of that there's actually three parts to that rule so no drinking or drugs yes that is rule two what are the other two things you cannot say in a horror movie and survive what it's finally over nope i i don't leave us in suspense bro just tell us uh hello and who's there oh cause when you, hello who's there yeah yep yeah and yeah. then of the of course i'll be right back yeah, and I mean, like, the other thing, too, is you have to be, there's like this, there's got to be a bell curve somewhere of, like, how attractive you have to be. Because you have to be a certain amount of, of attractive in order to die, but also you can't be super ugly, because if you're super ugly, you're going to die, too. Yep. So you have to be, like, like, like a solid six. Yeah. Now, anything above a six and you're, you're screwed. Anybody know the rules for which straight is why, two? Which is why Nev Campbell lived, because she's, like, nothing. I, I thought it was funny, so. Anybody else know the rules for scream two? Um... You never, it's the unexpected or something like that. It like, I know um, that Showgirls was the scariest movie that he had ever seen. The body count is always bigger. The death scenes are always much more elaborate with more blood and gore. And then if you want your films to become a successful franchise, never ever, um, do, 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 yada, yada, whatever. Um, never, never under any circumstances assume the killer is dead and that the killer will pretty much always come back. Um, three... Uh, you've got a killer who's gonna be superhuman, stabbing him won't work, shooting him won't work. Basically, in the third one, you gotta cryogenically freeze his head, decapitate him, or blow him up. I can't hear anything. You can't hear anything? Hello? Hello? I can hear things. I hear everything. I hear all the things. You can see your mouth moving. Can, can, you, can you hear the color Kevin. four? Kevin, where did you go? This is terrible. Kevin, what happened? Hey, Kevin. Oh, now I can hear you. Oh, there we can go. Can you hear me now? Yep. Yeah, I can hear you. Okay. Now. It must be um, it must be the internet in your super sexy Flanders house. Um, anyone including the main killer character can die. Uh, the past will come back to bite you in the ass. Whatever you think you know about the past, forget it. The past is not at rest. Any sins you think were committed in the past are about to break out and destroy you. And finally, scream four. 
They had more rules than all of them. Uh, death scenes had to be way more extreme. Uh, unexpected is the new cliche. Virgins can now die. Uh, new versions are always 2.0, so the latest technology is always involved and integral into the plot. Uh, you have to have an opening sequence. Don't fuck with the original. And if you want to survive in a modern horror, a modern day horror movie, you pretty much have to be gay. Yeah, because you can't have straight sex. Yeah, because you'll die. I mean, that's what you get, straight people. Huh. Never thought that was going to happen, did you? <laughs> Wait, I started hearing things. <laughs> are, are we ready? Are Dude, I, you, we need to resolve this audio issue. Can you hear me now? Well, being that other people are listening, and I have yet to see anybody complain... I mean, no, me... but I mean, actual communication between us yeah. is a little bit important. I agree. You're absolutely right. But I'm thinking it might be on your end. Can Can you hear me, Kevin? I can hear you now, yeah. Can you hear me? Yeah, I can hear you yeah. fine now. Can you hear me? Andy was having the same problem, right? Yeah. So it's an issue yeah. with Skype is what it is. Okay. All right. Um, Skype sucks. What I'm going to do... You want to try Google? Is... No, we're going to stick That's... with what we got. No. We're... Yeah. We're... Yeah. yeah. Um, Don't trust Google. Eric, do you, are you you on, you're on the chat, right? Right now? Yeah. Okay. I'm going to let you man the chat because I'm going to drop off and I'm going to take myself off the Wi-Fi because that might be slowing us down. Cool. The Wi-Fi? The Wi-Fi. That old Wi-Fi. Uh, I'm going to go ahead and play... <laughs> I'm going to go ahead and play our intro, our very spooktacular Comics Online Pirate Radio intro. Here we go. For everything geek pop culture, this is Comics Online, baby. When hinges creak in doorless chambers, and strange and frightening sounds echo through the halls, whenever candlelights flicker, where the air is deathly still, that is the time when ghosts are present, practicing their Delight. Welcome, foolish mortals, to the haunted Comics Online Pirate Radio. Darkness falls across the land. The midnight hour is close at hand. Creatures crawl in search of blood to terrorize your neighborhood. It's called Pirate Radio. Here's Johnny. I'm scared to close my eyes. I'm scared to open them. I'm gonna die out here. She just goes a little mad sometimes. Bitches. We all go a little mad sometimes. Like scary movies. Uh huh. What's your favorite scary movie? <laughs> Which offers you this chilling challenge to find a way out. <laughs> of course, there's always my way. What's in the box? It's called Pirate Radio. 
But wait, there's more. The foulest stenches in the air. The funk of 40,000 years. And grisly goons from every tomb are closing in to seal your doom. And though you fight to stay alive, your body starts to shiver. For no mere mortal can resist the evil of Comics Online, baby. <laughs> <laughs> I do too. Like he's got the best voice ever. Like every time he was in Good an job, episode. Good job, Mike. Studio. Thank you. Thank you. Can I can I throw us an intro? Of course. Hello again, and welcome to the Comics Online Podcast, Season Seventeen, Episode Two. I'm your host, Kevin Goswana. With me today, as usual, is my co-host, Mike Lunsford. Hello, everybody. Mike Lunsford, balls of steel. Oh, thanks, John. And with Mike in scenic Fredericksburg, we have, after a long time, we've got Ben Bedgood yeah. returning, the zombie unearthed. Yes, I, I crawled out of the crypt for this. Excellent. And we've also got Eric. Hey, what's going on? Eric Meyer, our resident Batman lover and food expert from the Endless Sandwich Podcast, which you can check out on our Comics Online Pirate Radio uh, iTunes feed. So check that More out. More to come soon on that. Oh yeah, it's gonna be good. Oh yeah, we've we've got a lot of it's it's a it's a rather tasty podcast, shall we say? Um, and then of course, uh, joining us for all the way from West Virginia. We're sorry, uh, fa- fans of uh, Wrong Turn <laughs> will, will appreciate <laughs> our man, the myth, the legend. Nobody's gonna do the vo- the the sound thing. Which sound thing? I thought we had a sound drop for Andy Barsh. No, not yet. Oh, I thought we had one. But we have applause. I mean, he is he is very um, spooktacular. So I mean, he's very conniving and evil, and he's got some mass man. Get Mothman. Wrong turn, but don't forget Mothman. All right. Hey, the Mothra prophecies. The Mothra prophecy. <laughs> he will never I'm defeat scared. Godzilla. Anyways, his name is Andy Barsh. <laughs> and he's really scared. We like him. He's funny. He's scary looking sometimes, but that's because he works at a Halloween store. So. Do you see dead people, Andy? Uh, yeah, like at cemeteries and shit. Do you, do you see <laughs> stupid people? All the time, especially in the mirror, especially oh. at this podcast. Oh. Oh, sick burn, Andy. Oh. I'm a so clever. At least we're not in West Virginia. That's true. Oh, well. Anyways, so we've Mike, got a very special what are podcast. We, talking about today? we are talking about spooktacular horror movies. Spooktacular. Ooh. Spooktacular. All right, so how are you, how are you starting this? This this is your baby. So how is are my you starting baby. this out? It is my baby. Rosemary's baby? Oh. No, that ain't really. my baby. Yeah, I know. Um Oh, this... more, I'm 14,000% sure that ain't my baby. Uh you are the father, Andy. <laughs> Hey, listen, if you're going to go, and, and, I, and Eric can back me up on this, if you're going to go and prepare a baby, rosemary is probably a good uh, spice to use. <laughs> baby of rosemary. You also want to use yeah. ginger. That would work. Definitely. I, I do like ginger. But I, with a baby? Yeah. And rosemary? Both? Yeah. And don't forget your garlic. Oh, you have to add garlic. Sounds pretty soulless to me. 
I mean, he is from California. He does I would try. California cheeseburger, really which is a baby on a bun. We've discussed oh. this at great length before. So. <laughs> what about a po'boy baby? <laughs> California cheeseburger. What about a po'boy baby? I mean, we, we go Cajun. <laughs> little Cajun, little blackened Cajun seasoning. <laughs> babies love that shit. <laughs> love oh. it. Absolutely love it. The We're talking. Fried baby. Mike likes to eat black babies. That's what he what? just said. What? <laughs> <laughs> I like all babies, okay? <laughs> Thank you. This is an inclusive all show. All baby lives This is are an delicious. inclusive show, Mr. Meyer, okay? They're all delicious. All of them in their own special way. <laughs> Hope you guys weren't looking for a format, because we're not going to give one to you tonight. <laughs> no, we're not. <laughs> so which one of us is driving the short bus to hell? <laughs> no, we got one of them new, like, fancy Google ones. It just drives itself, so that way we can be in the back doing dumb shit. No, so, rock yeah. on. I'm pretty sure Steve still has a van somewhere delivering yeah. Baconators. Yeah. Still to this day. That's why Steve's not joining us tonight. Is uh, He's still on his Baconator mission from, like, like six weeks ago. <laughs> that man is goddamn devoted. He is devoted. I'm going to get these fans some <laughs> Baconators, damn it. This is not... Every man deserves Baconator. <laughs> This is like three weeks old. I'm not eating this. Hey. Did he join us last week? He did. He did. Did I hallucinate that? Okay. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, actually, it was a shared hallucination with everybody. I did have all that mescaline, so maybe that's oh, what threw God me off. Damn. We're talking horror movies, everybody, which is funny because we're playing like Zach Brown in the background, which is like not anything scary at all. Actually, it is kind of terrifying. I was going to say it could be. Is it with, with, the, with the baby eating is a chicken friend. It's excellent. <laughs> We're gonna get a you're gonna get a tweet from Zach Brown just going I do not approve of this podcast <laughs> I do not eat babies Let me just okay I've mentioned it on a podcast before right I'm not a huge country music fan but no, I my. have a ton of respect for Zach Brown and the reason why is because this song right here Chicken Fried was like his first big single this is he wrote it himself this is his song right some other country bands heard it and they were like oh this is great man can we put the, a cover of this on our album he was like yeah that's cool as long as you don't put it out as a single. That's, that's my only rule. And they were like, okay, cool, no problem. So this one band, I don't even remember who it was. It doesn't fucking matter because it's country, right? Like, we can all agree on that, right? Jeez. Okay. Yeah, yeah right. pretty much. Yeah, so Sarah, that's for you because I know you love country. Um, yeah. <laughs> um, but what ended up happening was they put the single out, and there's this huge big wig record producer in Nashville, right? And he was like, we're putting that out as a single. And the guys were like, well, Zach told us not to. And he's like, fuck Zach Brown and puts it out anyways. Zach Brown hears this and is like, oh, hell no. And calls his lawyer and says, hey, what do we do about this? Because they're using my song. I told them they couldn't use it as a single. He's like, well, there's really nothing we can do. We're going up against the biggest agent, uh, the biggest producer in all of Nashville. He's like, no, fuck that guy. We're stopping this. And he's like, do you know what you're doing to yourself? And he was like, yeah, I don't care. This is a principle. I'm doing it. They stopped it. They stopped the song, cease and desist, the whole thing. And from that moment on, every other country person would come up to him and be like, you're Zach Brown. You're the guy that told the biggest record producer in Nashville to go fuck himself. I'm buying you a drink. And that's how he grew into what he is now. Yeah. Because he basically told everybody, no, this is mine. Fuck you. Like, I'm not playing games. I can respect that. Yeah. yeah. It doesn't mean I'm going to go buy his Oh, no, me neither. Buy his album. Or well, anything. you know, I got it. I mean, it. it is a good song for eating babies, too. Yeah. I mean, oh, definitely. Likes... I think I think we're all agreed on that. Fried yeah. chicken baby. Chicken fried babies. New at Admiral Cluxon's uh, famous chicken is the deep fried country fried baby, baby. sandwich. Yes, with a side so of mashed speaking potatoes. Of California of, uh, cheeseburgers. The, 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 you know, <laughs> eating eating sandwiches and yes. uh, no, not at all. Uh, country music actually. And yes. Sarah, we're we're gonna go see the old uh, uh, what's her name, 
the one the that, lady yeah the one that slashes your tires and share scrape uh, yeah, yeah the one who's, yeah. who's who puts a <laughs> who damages your vehicle yeah uh, if you cheat if you cheat on her name? yeah oh carrie oh, underwood yeah that chick yeah i yeah. like to call her carrie underpants yeah you that's, do. that just makes me giggle <laughs> if you get um, to meet her and you tell her that but... like just record you be like i just want everybody to see that i told her that i like to call her carrie underpants because it makes me giggle and she'd be like who is this son of a bitch like right. who let him in here where's him his out of car here. i'm gonna beat it up <laughs> go scratch his car <laughs> go bust his tire. Go smash this motherfucker's headlights. Yeah, oh. and then she goes but, and sees my truck and is like, "Fuck, somebody's already been here." <laughs> <laughs> Damn, somebody already been up in this bitch. Damn. <laughs> so we had this topic, and again, like we're just not gonna follow it, I guess. But let me play the music for our topic. We'll try. We have more music. We have all the music. Because you guys told me what the name of the song was last more week, so I had to use it. Music. Got it. You. Yeah. Yes. Welcome to Comics Online, Pirate Radio. I was trying to go for Spooky, but it kind of came off as Pirate. But it's cool, it's fine. Whatever. It's like, it actually spooky came off kind of pedo. I thought the freezer full of popsicles. <laughs> Get your fat ass back here. <laughs> that episode, the Star Wars one was on last night, and I, I literally laughed out loud in my house while everybody was sleeping. When he says to him, he goes, Get your fat space ass back here. <laughs> oh, Herbert, he's the best. Uh, we're talking horror movies because it is that spooktacular time of year, October. Yes. We're getting close to Halloween. Certain people have already watched like 60,000 Halloween movies. Okay, I have watched 40 <laughs> from the beginning of October to now. It's still a lot. Yeah, well, I still have... Um, you have a problem. I have 22 to go okay. to hit my, my goal for the month. Um, Wait, hang on. 62? 22. Yeah, 62 is my total goal. 62 Why are total. you not doing 66? Because there's 31 days. But six, six do I have, I have to explain this to you? Six, 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 nothing? Mark of the Beast? I would have to do 666. Well, and you also, be, then you better get busy. Also, that isn't the Mark of the Beast. 999 is. Oh, because they were looking at him upside down? Because in dreams, according to Freudian theory, he saw the number upside down and backwards. Whoa. Did any of y'all know that? You just got educated. That's and, another and this is why that we can just take with a grain of salt. <laughs> and this is actually why you should read... the Schwarzenegger classic, End of Days. <laughs> this is why you should read um, you know, Arnold Sh- Key of Solomon This is what Arnold Schwarzenegger has to say about your theory You son of a bitch You yeah. know what, suck it Arnold <laughs> Well he's got the time Go now Go get to the chopper and get over get here and to suck the my chopper. dick uh, We're talking horror movies Because it's a horrifying time This is a horrifying show Right up against election day Yeah, it's, it's getting more and more horrifying I know, it is horrifying Yeah, that so um, I would like to thank everybody for um, for listening to this horrifying podcast, which is probably about as horrifying as if you were watching the debate tonight. Yes, one will be more oh, horrifying. Is there another one tonight? Yeah, yes. tonight's the last one. I was going to say, one. there's a debate. What? Yeah, the loser has to get naked, too. So, I'm, oh! Yeah. Oh. See, nobody wins. Nobody That's wins. That's pretty horrifying. Yes, indeed. Agreed. And then Anderson Cooper will molest somebody. Hey! How does it start? Uh, Nine. So we'll be done, and you can watch the debate. Hey! Hey. All right. All right, so let's talk horror movies now. Um, I'm going to start with Mr. Andy Barsh, because he's one of my favorite people in the whole wide world. <laughs> Andy, what? give me give me a movie here. Give me give me one of your favorite horror movies so we can get started, because then I'll let the guy who's flicking me off right now um, talk about his uh, one of his favorites, and we'll just keep going. We'll just have a free-form thing and have a conversation about freaky shit that scares us. And not freaky shit as in, like, Kevin's Sex Dungeon, but, like, freaky movies, like, scary movies. 
It's just cluttering. So those movies that are filmed in Kevin's sex dungeon. <laughs> uh, one that the has cluttering. really kind of gotten under my skin a little bit is one that came out uh, last year called It Follows. Ooh, the yeah. music alone freaks me out. That was a good one. Yeah, I just, I, I love, like, I, um, I don't know if I'm going to be able to do it this year, but we usually have, um, like, horror-themed music playing on my front porch when we have, like, trick-or-treaters. And when the, when It Follows starts playing, kids actually get too scared to come and actually, you know, get their candy. They actually get freaked <laughs> out by that music. And then Andy eats all of the candy himself. I, need, I was going to say, I need that music. <laughs> Stay away, you bastards. This is my candy. <laughs> It's like, I got diabetes. <laughs> That's why you got, you got diabetes because of the candy. <laughs> oh. Damn you, Halloween. <laughs> oh, man. It follows as an interesting um, story, too, because it wasn't your typical horror movie. It, I never it, saw it. it. It takes the trope that Ben was talking about at the beginning of the show about uh, how you don't want to have sex in a horror movie because you're, you're basically screwed, no pun intended. Yeah. If you do, the, the girl ends up banging some dude who has like a – supernatural std and the supernatural std is this like this creepy thing that follows her around and kills her until she fucks somebody else and you basically have to keep passing it on it's like it's like a combination of like banging and a chain letter and then that was actually the original working title for the movie it was the bang chain letter um but then it got lost in the porn section and the the studio didn't want to touch it so they had to change it uh the bang chain letter uh actually i think that might be a porno next week's comics online episode the bang chain letter (laughs) Um, yeah, I, I, I enjoyed it. I know Vic um, from the old GGR days, he had gone and seen that, and he really enjoyed it, too, because he thought it was a real fresh uh, concept on horror movies instead of the same old tired shit that they keep trotting out. Um, Mr. Bendyhood, zombie. Yes. What do you got? Um, one that definitely fucks with me, um, and everyone that I know that has seen it, uh, the Serbian film. It's actually titled A Serbian Film. Oh. Um, okay. This is a movie that, for unusually for horror movies, um, it was actually very well reviewed by major critics. Okay. Um, normally, horror movies don't get great reviews; just it's part of the category. Um, this movie was done in a horror theme, but was so violent, so grotesque. Many of the reviewers that saw it actually stated where they're going, it is fantastic, it's a great work of art. Wow. I will never watch it again in my life. It says, upon its upon its debut on the art film circuit, the film received substantial attention for its graphic depiction of rape, necrophilia, and child sexual abuse. Be- Jesus Christ! Yeah, <laughs> it's banned in like 37 countries. The Serbian state investigated the film for crime against sexual morals and crime related to protecting uh, protection of minors. The film has been banned in Spain, Germany, Australia, New Zealand, Malaysia, Singapore, and Norway, and temporarily banned from screening in Brazil. Good lord. Yeah. Like, that... What? Like... <laughs> I don't even... Why would you want to watch that? See, like, you go watch that, and then you watch Event Horizon to come down. <laughs> oh, my God. That's like, after you watch that movie, you hear this. Like, you're yeah. you're going to the station, and you're talking to... Uh, what's his name? The guy that was... Uh, Stabler? Yeah, thank you, Stabler. I um, couldn't remember his name. Well, it's actually done as a... Uh, uh, the, the writer, director, he actually made the movie to speak out as what he said, quote, the rape of the Serbian children from the Serbian government during like the 80s I think and that's the way he went he yeah. was like let's do a movie about rape Jesus yeah that... yeah it is a, it is an absolutely fucked up movie wow it sounds like it I mean it's I'm I'm good I mean if you say that it's where I, I'll take your word for it but I, I don't really when it... somebody's like hey there's a really great rape scene in a movie I'm like um like that's no! 
No. That's a please no. No, it's a good movie. You should check it out. Oh no, no. I've told I've told people. I'm like, no, it's a good movie. It is very, very well done. I if you choose to watch it, that is on you. I understand. Yeah. Um, Eric. I tried watching it and I couldn't. You couldn't? No, I, I've heard a bunch of reviews about it and like, I got to like the, the infant porn part and I was like, yeah, I'm done. Yep. Yeah. Okay. All right. All right. I think you made it farther than most people. That's, so it's, it's more of like a test. It's like, it's like the guitar hero through the fire and the flames. This is to that only it's disgusting and gross and morally indefensible. So yeah. Eric, what you got, man, for horror movies? Um, well, the, the first horror movie that ever scared me, uh, I watched it when I was really young, was The Shining. Yeah. Here's yeah. Johnny! Yeah, yeah. I've always loved The Shining. Yeah, I've always I can, loved Jack Nicholson. Yeah, I totally agree with you on that one. Like, and that that's that's one of those movies, too, that like if you're one of those people that has a short attention span, you may not get through that movie because it is a slow burn. Oh, yeah. But oh, yeah. boy, does it build. And when it gets to the end, like it is just... It's it's on my list of one of my favorite horror movies of like all time. Like a good Friday night, if you know what I mean. <laughs> it builds to a, to a crescendo, yeah, <laughs> of blood and violence. And it's... Yeah. And like for me, as somebody who wants to be a writer but also uh, loves to read, the book is even better. The book is like takes the movie to a whole nother level because it's different. There's actually a lot of things that yeah, are very, very different. Yeah. But yeah, it's it's definitely worth reading if you ever get a chance. But also the movie too, and a piece of uh, art in its own standing, like a great movie to watch. Um, especially too, just watching Jack Nicholson because honestly, you kind of get tired of um, the wife. Like, anyways, because she's annoying. It's actually yeah. in theaters right now. Is it? Yeah. Well, that makes sense because it's Halloween. You know? um, Regal Cinemas in Fredericksburg, apparently 2 p.m. to 7 p.m. Well, okay. Wow. Shelley Duvall. That's the actress's name I was yeah. thinking of. When she, she plays um, the, the wife in the movie, and you just you, you kind of want Jack to hit her with the axe a couple yeah. times. Like. Well, I mean, the amount of trauma that she went through on set. Yeah. Yeah. It's Kubrick. Okay, so it was directed Kubrick, by... Kubrick, like, yeah. destroyed her. Stanley Kubrick directed the movie, and he is notorious for being very meticulous in the way he does movies. So he would do multiple scenes, I mean, sometimes 20 times in a row, and not explain to the actors why they were doing another shot. Yeah. And it made him... It made Shelley Duvall crazy, but it also made Scatman Crothers, who played um, uh, Dick O'Halloran, the, like, the groundskeeper. Yep. Same thing. He was he lost his mind. Nicholson was already crazy in the real life, anyways. So oh, I don't yeah. think you could really make him go nuts. <laughs> well, I mean, he had done one flew over the cuckoo's nest before doing Shining. So yeah, yeah. yeah. And then later was the Joker. So, yeah. I mean, it all kind of. I mean, this is a guy that when he got arrested for uh, road rage, when they showed up at his house and they were like, "Mr. Nicholson, we got a report that you smashed in someone's windshield with a golf club," and he just went, "It was a nine iron." <laughs> Let's get it. Let's get it right here, okay? Like, let's make sure we're nailing what this. Apparently, in really the courtroom, was. he said the exact same thing when the prosecutor called it a golf club. He was like, "It was a nine iron." Yeah, yeah. He he's not much for mincing words. That's for sure. Kevin. Yes, sir. What you got for horror movies, man? Horror movies. Now, are we just talking about favorite ever, or what, what's just, our just, what's our just give me a, a horror movie? Like, I I mean, we have a list. I have like ten. That I have on my list, but I wanted to just kind of start the ball rolling with everybody giving us at least one of their favorite horror movies, and I'm we kind of just all the, talk about the, it. There. A couple of, of horror movies that I started that, that started out my interest in okay. horror movies. Um, the first one uh, it was uh, with with a, with a name like this, it sounds like where you would start. It's the Boogeyman from 1980. Ooh. Now this is uh, with with John Carradine. Good one. Um, 
it was bad, but it was, but it, it had such a profound effect on my, and this is, I was in second grade. Um, and I remember spending my recesses uh, recounting uh, meticulously this movie to all of my friends and they would sit around and this is multiple recesses that where they would just sit around uh, listening to me um, you know tell tell them the the story of this movie and it was just it, it was bizarre um, anyway it probably wasn't that good I have no idea how well it holds up but that's where I started yeah um, another movie that I would really love to see again and I'm not sure I would I really care about seeing that one again so much um, aside from finding out how well it it holds up, but uh, another one that I would definitely like to uh, see again is uh, the Manitou from 1978. The Manitou. Uh, the yep. Manitou. Um, I don't know where I where I first watched this. Like it was on HBO or something. Um, way back in the day, probably around the same era as the other, um, where it was like 80, 81, something like that. And the Man 2 stars uh, Tony Curtis, um, who everybody knows Tony Curtis, but also uh, Michael Ansara as John Singing Rocket. Um, You know, he's, uh, you might know him as the voice of Mr. Freeze in uh, a lot of the Batman stuff. Nice. Um. (laughs) Dude, I'm reading the description of this. Guys, listen to this. A woman named Karen, who is suffering from a growing tumor on her neck, enters a hospital in San Francisco. After a series of x-rays, the doctors begin to think it is a living creature, a fetus being born inside the tumor. Eerie and grisly occurrences begin. The tumor growths, uh, the tumor growth perceives itself, himself, to be under attack as a result of the x-rays using to, uh, used to ascertain its nature, which are starting to stunt and deform its development. The growth is the old Native American shaman, Miss Quamacus. He has reincarnated himself through the young woman to exact his revenge on white men who invaded North America and exterminated its native people. I gotta watch this movie. This Listen, sounds wonderful. Oh my god! When 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 we Jen Bay was in town to last week, you know, we went to see the uh, the what's it called uh, the Native American History Museum. Yeah. After looking at all of that, like we did a comprehensive day there. Yeah. Yeah, we deserved it. The Manitou was coming for us. Yeah, yeah. No, I, I I took Chelsea there on a field trip years ago, and same thing. I was like, man, boy, did we really fuck those we guys over. Shitheads. Hey, we're going to drop off a bunch of disease and then leave, wait for all of you guys to die, and then we're going to come back, and whoever's left are going to kill them too. We should hack a Sunday broadcast and air that in place of Redskins games. <laughs> yeah. That might that might get some people mad. That's kind Look, of it's an there. honor. It ain't racist. It's an honor. We're honoring you. Let us honor you. Or white people telling you what's not racist. Dude, that, the movie sounds horrifying. <laughs> oh, it was horrifying. Yeah. And it was it was actually really well done. I mean, obviously back in, in 78, it was all practical effects, right? And, you know, and the, the thing growing out of the back of the woman's neck was just, just horrific. And then you just see the skin stretch and, and some skinny naked man pop out of her neck eventually. It's 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 pretty frightening. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> man. So if you want to check this out. I used to wear out, a Manitou late at night and look at myself in the mirror. I look pretty good. <laughs> With a Manitou? <laughs> I'm not sure Manitou. what that means. Is that a West Virginia thing? Like a Manitou? Yeah, I don't think we want to, Kevin. Do we want to know what the Manitou really means? No, let's probably not. <laughs> if you know what I mean. If you know what I'm saying. Uh, first one on my list of horror movies is one that my wife introduced uh, to me, and that was uh, Candyman. 
Is there any other horror movie with a story like this? I mean, it, it really kind of stands on its own. It's inventive, it's creative, it's intelligent. But not only that, like, when Tony when Tony Todd comes and starts talking to you and telling you what he's going to do, he's not just like, I'm going to murder you. He's like, I am going to eviscerate the proletariat. And, like, I mean, he uses, like, all of these big, eloquent words and describes it to you. And, like, even like though you know you're going to... Like vendetta, that, yes. that moment? Yeah. It's like when he explains to you how you're going to die as he eviscerates and dismembers you, you're just like... I'm not even mad. Go ahead, dude. That was awesome. I'm just like, impressed. And he's got that awesome ballsy voice. So if you've ever, if you haven't seen this, but you've seen uh, the Flash and you saw season two, uh, Tony Todd was the voice of the Reverse Flash. That like scary ass voice. Like everything he does, just like he could be like, "I'm buying you a pizza with French fries on the side," and you're like, so "Oh it's God!" Like, <laughs> it's the reverse of Morgan Freeman, where yes. Morgan Freeman could stab you with a butter knife to yes. death, and you're like, "It's I'm, okay." I'm stabbing you right now as your life leaks out of your neck. <laughs> if you saw be happy. Final Destination, he's in like almost all those movies. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Tony Todd just has like the coolest. Sk- yeah, exactly. He is the anti Morgan Freeman, which is funny because he was the reverse flash. He's the re- whoa, that just happened. Like he's the reverse Morgan Freeman. He was the reverse Flash and the reverse Morgan Freeman. That also means that Morgan whoa. Freeman really is a superhero, as we've suspected for many, many years. I was able to travel through time. By running very, very fast, but I found that fucking with the timeline pisses off everyone. Yeah. Barry Allen went through 12 miles of pure extra <laughs> <laughs> and came out no on the other side. Seen. And then he ran backwards naked through a cornfield. <laughs> Just to reset the timeline, Barry Allen. We like, I need a poster of Iris West. <laughs> <laughs> Well done, Andy. Like well done. That was wonderful. Um, and, like, that's the thing about about Candyman that I love so much, too, is it's not, like, a straight-line horror movie, either. It's part psychological thriller. It's part mystery. It's part bloodbath. And, like, and honestly, too, this was, like, late, this is, like, early 90s uh, Virginia Madsen. Not bad on the eyes, either. She had her moments, man. Just saying. Her brother, that's on the a, other hand, he's always been frightening. That's a Clive Barker movie, too. Yeah, so he's yep. pretty good at scaring Actually, the fuck uh, out of people. Clive Barker, uh, my first horror movie, uh, Hellraiser. Which that's probably, a good first horror movie. That explains so much about you. <laughs> it, yeah, I, I was. I had seen it like not long after it came out, like it was out on VHS. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Jesus, I, I never watched that one. I and the reason why that, that really does explain a lot about me. It, now that you mentioned yeah, it. it really does. Um, the reason why Thriller was such an integral part of the intro that I did is I remember that was the first thing that ever scared me as a kid. I remember watching that video and seeing Michael Jackson Jackson was going to touch you. Probably. Yeah. Um, (laughs) But like, he's got those eyes, like the cat eyes and he turns to the thing. And then the Vincent price laugh, like that was, I was like, I, I got to run upstairs now that that was scary. Like, and still to this day, like that, that is such a great song. Like, and, and Vincent price, man, just rapping about like dark and demonic shit is always great. Since, uh, you were mentioning we were talking about Clyde Barker. Yeah. Did anybody aside from me ever play the video game Clyde Barker's Jericho? Anybody? No. No. Nobody. No. Just um, you, man. What was it about? Um, it was a. It came out on uh, PS3, 360 era, um, and it was this video game that was basically witches with guns going in to stop the end of the world, um, and you travel through time. Uh, have to fight like zombie Nazis that are like possessed by demons. Sounds great. Oh, it was actually a fantastic <laughs> great game because you each individual character had special abilities. Like there was a pyromancer, a telekinetic lesbian sniper. Um, <laughs> that's <laughs> that, 
sure hope that was an exciting description because I couldn't hear shit. Anyway, that's, that's the that's the name of uh, that's the name of um, Stonecock Armada's first album, Telepathic Lesbian Sniper. Yeah, um, she could actually curve the bullet with her mind, um, and the team leader in the very beginning of the game ends up dead, and he has to inhabit the bodies of his uh, team. And so you're actually bouncing between team members as you're playing the game. It's weird, but it is an absolute mindfuck of a game. It sounds like it, yeah. Um, it is one of those, as I've described it to people, you watch a Clyde Barker movie, and it is Clyde Barker inviting you to watch his the way his brain works. When you play Clyde Barker's Jericho, you have now climbed into Clyde Barker's brain and are now his play toy. That sounds scary. I don't it really want to do that. <laughs> yeah, great game. Yeah. Um, so we'll, we'll use this as an example here. Um, we'll, let's all talk about a video game. Because, I mean, video games have come a long way where they are they can actually be horrifying at times. Well, some of the and, original Silent Hills are still top tier. Yeah. I To this day, that original Resident Evil, I don't care how shitty the graphics were. Oh, yeah. I remember being a kid and playing that with my little brother in the basement. And, like, the part where you walk past the hallway and the dogs jump through the window. Yeah. It, we, like, had to turn the lights back on. We were like, yeah. Uh, Kevin, is, Kevin is showing The Last of Us as well, which is a great zombie video game. You know, the original Silent it. Hills and the original Resident Evils were actually done on surround sound? Yeah, so that if you, yeah. And, you know, that moment where you're playing in the dark and something is legit crawling behind your couch and you're like, oh, fuck that. Yeah. <laughs> you can hear something crawling behind you. Yeah. Or, like, you walk past a zombie that's been dead and you're like, oh, I don't have to touch that zombie. And the zombie starts crawling at you. And you're like, what the fuck? And you, like, grab your gun and you're, like, fumbling with it. It's, yeah. Oh, yeah. 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 Um, Last of Us, as Kevin had mentioned, uh, he put up the, the case for that one. Uh, I never yeah, got a chance it. to play it, but it was a really interesting concept. Like, it's a zombie game, but instead of being, like, the same kind of zombie thing that we're used to. And, and correct me if I'm wrong on this one, because I remember reading the story and I thought this was The Last of Us. But there's that weird fungus that inf infects spiders where it looks Ants. like they're growing like... Ants. Yeah, they're like growing like flowers out of them almost is what it looks like. So, yeah. Yeah. Spines. And it, yeah. It, it, it controls them and makes them get up to a high period. High period. Uh, a high spot, that, you know, as high as they can climb, and then the uh, the, the the fruiting body of this myconid uh, explodes and, and releases spores to where it can infect more ants. Jesus. Yeah. And it, it mutated to infect humans, right? Right, and so it was that mutated to infect humans, and so, and then there's, you know, several different varieties of, uh, uh, of zombie-ish uh, creatures that, are, that have been taken over by... Uh, uh, you know, spores. Yeah. Oh, the classic horror game, Fear. Is that the one with, with the... the creepy little girl? Yes. Yeah. yeah. Where she's like got telekinetic powers and yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, Andy, you're, this is like your your jam, dude. I know how much you love Silent Hill. Uh, yeah. Actually, I was gonna say, uh, as part of uh, as a response to what Kevin was saying, the the Last of Us, the opening scene alone sold me on the game. Like if you ever looked that up, it just it just totally sold me on the game. Period. But my favorite horror game that I still can't play by myself to this day is PT, the canceled Silent Hill game. Oh yeah. Oh, the one with um, with Daryl. That was he was gonna be in it, wasn't he? Yeah. 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 It was. I still have it on my on my PS4 because they pulled it from the store. You can't download it anymore. So I have it on my PS4, and I can't play without like. My buddies and my nephew playing. Yeah. But I like sticking it on people who've never heard of it before. Yeah. And scaring the fuck out of them. And you then, know, I actually visited Centrala on my uh, bachelor party. 
Jesus Christ, man. Like, <laughs> the town that Silent you're Hill just, is based on. You're such a stereotype. It's hilarious. I love it. Like, oh, I went to this freaky place that looks like hell for my bachelor party. <laughs> I will say it is absolutely a chilling and terrifying place. Oh, yeah. Place. Yeah. And, like, I, somebody was somebody made some reference to it when I was at work. And they were like, oh, it's like Silent Hill. Ha, 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 ha. And I was like, oh, it's a real place. And they were like, what? I was like, there's yeah. a place in Pennsylvania where they accidentally started a fire in the coal mines. And they had to evacuate the entire town because Correct. the fires will burn essentially like forever. Uh, the fires will burn for the next 400 years. They yeah. have a population of eight. Yeah. Um, they trade mayor responsibilities every year. Yeah. Uh, there's What's weird is when you're driving into the town, it actually sits at a higher elevation than all the towns around it. And when you're driving up there, all the cemeteries for these small towns are much larger than they should be. And it's because... The surrounding towns went to help combat the fires, and in turn, so many people died trying to help stop this fire in the coal mine. Um, Jesus. They and actually tell you when you get there that, you know, you're going into the town at your own risk. Sinkholes can just open up into a vat of fire. Yeah. Good luck! Yeah. It's chilling. It's it's yeah. The church from Silent Hill is actually dead on a mimic of a real church that is there. Yeah. It's... Yeah, it's and it's crazy too. There's like steam and smoke coming up out of the ground and cracks in the road. It's like, oh yeah, it's it's really cool to see. But like, I mean, I'm, I'm not gonna lie, I kind of want to go there. Yeah, we yeah, might have you to. Really, make... only want to spend like tw once you get there, you're like, okay, I kind of want to leave now. Oh yeah, I would want to hang out there or live there, but like, I would check it. Out. I have a summer home there, you know. Like, <laughs> yeah, when I was going into the first town to get through it, and uh, my buddy was driving, he was like, so. uh... You see up ahead where everybody's turning left? And I went, yeah. And he goes, guess what direction we're not going? <laughs> we turned right, and you can swear everybody in that area just stopped and looked at our vehicle with that look of like, oh, you're going to Centrala. Uh, yeah. Have fun, guys. See you later. <laughs> it was nice knowing you. <laughs> you know the crazy thing about uh, Silent Hill? According to the movie, Silent Hill is in West Virginia. Yep. Andy Barsh is so, in West Virginia, too. Yeah. I'm not even here. <laughs> he's not He's not even real. He's a manifestation of somebody else's psyche or something. He's actually the Mothman, also in West the Virginia. goddamn Mothman. The Mothman made me look like Patton Oswalt. <laughs> <laughs> he could have made you look like Richard Gere, and that would have been a lot better. <laughs> yeah, but then there's, there's that whole thing. There's a gerbil thing. in my butt. Yeah. There it is. Yeah, I knew somebody was going to make the gerbil joke. Thank you, Dandy. <laughs> yeah. Appreciate that. Um, let's keep talking about horror movies, guys. Um, unless, you get, unless, Eric, you got any video games that were like horrifying to you? No, no. Yeah. I was never... We'll go back to the, the movies then. Um, Event Horizon. That's the next one on my list. Yeah, we're talking about this movie. Okay. And some people will say that, you know, this is a horror. This isn't horror. It's sci-fi. Uh, no, fuck no, you. This it is, is horror. horror. It's horror sci-fi. This is, to this day, one of the most, like, chilling movies I've ever seen. Like, it's... I need to watch it. Yeah, you, you that, absolutely that do. That piece of information I gave you... Yeah. That uh, they had to remove like 27 minutes from the original cut. Oh, the uh, amputee form. Yeah, yeah. There's, we can't even really describe it if you haven't seen this movie. But there's, there's a scene that was cut from it because it was so graphic. Well, it wasn't cut. Like, it was actually reduced. Yeah, because it's now just in the flashes that he shows yeah. you. Because apparently that's what happens in sec in, in in hell is it's just torture porn. Like basically, like the worst imaginable. I mean, it's like hell. They actually were doing it with Hellraiser in mind. Yeah. Um, you know, in that Hellraiser was an inspiration for this movie. It was like Hellraiser in space. Yeah. 
Yeah. I mean, it's it's just it's it's scary. It's one of those things too where like it sticks with you, like because it's dark. Yeah. They're in space, right? So like if you're watching this movie and like you have the lights out, you're like. After it's over, you're like, all right, I'm going to turn some lights on and I'm going to watch like some Disney Channel or something because I need something pure because this was like, like I'm going to have, I'm not going to be able to sleep because I'm afraid that Dr. Grant from Jurassic Park is going to claw my eyes out and try to fuck me in the ass. Like it's, like it's, <laughs> it's, it's bad. It's really and, and he's not just going to fuck you in the ass. He's going to fuck you in the ass with like a giant spike dildo yes. wrapped in sandpaper. Exactly. And then tell you about his, his black hole creating ship, which, oh, black hole, get it? Butthole. Oh, yeah. <laughs> uh. yeah. Hey, there you go. All right. Be here all week. Week, folks <laughs> um yeah andy what do you got for horror movies man uh i'm gonna mention my two first horror movies ever okay um the first one you guys are gonna argue with me about but it scared me so who cares Candyland. uh the first horror movie what Candyland? <laughs> no that's a game oh uh, <laughs> a horrifying the first game. <laughs> horror ga- movie i ever saw was Come ernest along. scared stupid ernest scared stupid i love that movie with the troll you too with yeah. the troll when he's like, how about a nice bumper sandwich, booger lips? I, I love that movie. No, yeah. it counts. Yeah. I don't care what anybody says. I love Ernest. Yeah. Like, even the crappy straight-to-video ones I love. Oh, no, I love uh, Ernest, too, definitely. I was all about some Ernest. I, I yeah. say it counts. If I can count Adam's Family and Adam's Family Values, it counts. Okay. Yeah, uh, okay. I can see that. The other one, the very first legit horror movie we ever saw was Friday the 13th Part 5. And that's, like, the sleaziest of all the Friday 13th of just saying something. <laughs> and it's not even Jason in that movie. It's an, it's an imposter. Spoiler alerts, but it's some guy pretending to be Jason. Great. God. You just ruined my Halloween movie set. Um, oh, I'm going to play a song for you real quick. You Andy. know what? Good. <laughs> I'm glad I ruined it, you bunch of pricks. Um, you want some candy, Andy? Oh. Yeah, this, the, the movie opens up with this great scene of this, like, it takes place at a halfway house. And this, like, this this really fat, dumb guy w- with, like, chalk all over his lips starts walking up to this dude. He's really pissed off, and he's, like, chopping wood like he's gonna like he's murdering it to death. He's, he's like, like Dave hey, Chappelle. man, you want some of my candy bar? And it's just pissing the guy with the axe off. And the dude with the axe just, like, cuts the dude with the candy bar, like, to shreds. It's, like, probably the fun- it's, it's It's messed up, but, like, you watch it, it's one of the funniest things I've ever seen in my life. <laughs> Andy, are you ready for this song that I have for you? I can't wait. Because you're the only other person I know that actually likes this movie. That's, like, the best horror movie ever. Stop it! It's almost time, kids. It's almost time, kids. The clock is ticking. Be in front of your TV sets for the horathon, and remember the big giveaway at nine. Don't miss it, and don't forget to wear your masks. The clock is ticking. It's almost time. Stab the hooker. In your backdrop. So this is from Halloween 3, right? Great movie. I don't care what anybody says. That's an awesome fucking movie. Yeah, it, it got a lot of shit because it was different than the other ones. It wasn't like um, it wasn't like the first two Halloweens because, if I remember correctly, Michael Myers isn't even in it. He's kind of in it, but it's like a cameo type thing. Like, they yeah. watched the first Halloween in it. 
Yeah, because it has. It ha yeah, I know. Like it, it's in the same universe where that actually happened, but then they made a movie about the killings. Like it was, it was very strange. Yeah, um, they do that in real life, though. Every yeah, that's true. <laughs> every tragic event that's ever happened, ten years later, they make a movie about yeah, it. That's... I'm just waiting for a 9/11 movie to come out. Well, they did one. They did. It was called. Uh, they did like Twin Towers or something like actually. that. Actually, oh really? Nicholas Cage was in it. Yeah. Really? Yeah. Oh. Uh, yeah. It's not yeah. It, exactly. Yeah. And and Cole, um, Cole United plays in it. Yeah. 93. Yeah. 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 A, yeah. Exactly. Um, yeah, but Halloween three, if I remember correctly, it had something to do with the masks. Like something about the masks that, like, if you wore the mask, like, wasn't you turned... it a pumpkin head or something? Yeah. Yeah. Andy, what was yeah, the deal was with a... that? Do you remember? Um, apparently, I'm sorry, I'm I'm having trouble. I'm hearing myself. So if I speak slowly, that's why. Okay. Um, uh, these guys are trying to bring Halloween back to the original roots of Halloween, like the sacrificing and things like that. And so they put these like chips in these masks. It's a pumpkin mask, a skeleton mask, and a witch mask. And they basically just hand them out to kids. And kids watch this special com commercial wearing those masks. And whenever you watch the commercial with the mask on, apparently it basically turns your whole head. It's like mush and insects and snakes and shit like that. And it's basically like a sacrifice for the gods of Halloween or Sam Hain or something like that. But it's it's one of the best. Like I'm, I'm, I'm saying it's up there for one of the top horror movies ever made. Yeah, it's it's really, really freaky. I think just everybody loved Michael Myers so much that him not being in Halloween three really kind of threw him off. So, well, what they were gonna do is they were gonna have every every Halloween sequel after that be like an anthology thing, like a different story with every movie. But instead, we got you know, uh, Michael, you know, giving birth to his like, you know, impregnating his own uh, niece and trying to kill that baby, and then. You get uh, the Rob Zombie remakes, which I, to, yeah. to me, I fucking can't stand. Yeah, it was like they took everything that was great about the original Halloween and like forgot it. And they were like, hey, by the way, let's make a professional wrestler, Michael Myers. So not only is he unstoppable, he's now like six foot eight and like a monster. Before he was just like a regular sized dude who was just killing everybody. Like it was, yeah. I mean, I, I like Rob Zombie normally. Like I love um, House of a Thousand Corpses Devil's and Rejects. The Devil's Rejects. Yeah. What about Lords of Salem? Well, all right, I, I have certain viewpoints on that, and I'm okay. wondering where other people come down on it. Lords of Salem. Never saw it. Yeah, no. No? Andy? No, I've, I've, the only Rob Zombie movies I saw were the two Halloween movies and House of a Thousand Corpses, and I just wasn't that impressed with them. See, all right, I liked House of a Thousand Corpses. I liked Devil's Rejects. Yeah. Um, and Lords of Salem, I was really, you know, like, okay, this looks good. Um, seems interesting. It's having to do with Salem, understandably. Um. It was so different from Lords and from or from uh, House and uh, Devil's Rejects that it was almost like he was trying to do an artistic film, like Sundance style. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like it's good. Yeah, but it's one where you're just like, okay, I saw that. Was it good? It was good. Was it bad? Not really, but it wasn't fantastic. <laughs> Can we talk about? The Shining for a second because we talked about it before because Eric mentioned it was one of his favorites. Um, let's talk about that scene real quick with the the guy in the hotel room with the guy in the dog suit. What do you want to talk about? I want to talk about this because is that one of your sexual fantasies? I, there's a picture of it right here. I can show you of the part of the movie. Basically, it's like when all the like when shit starts going crazy in the house. Yeah. Andy's running up. Um, Andy, <laughs> that's you. That's I was going to say, Andy. what the hell am I doing? Yeah, Danny Torrance. <laughs> Danny Torrance. Danny Torrance goes running upstairs, and he looks in one of the hotel rooms, and he sees a guy in a tuxedo. Andy's not here, Mike. Yeah, ex yeah. 
Hello, Andy. Um, there is no Regan. There's a guy in a dog suit. And, like, everybody has said, what the hell is going on in that room? That's, like, the going thing. Like, look it up on the internet. Everybody's like, what the fuck are these guys doing? Yeah. They explain that in the book, like, where that came from. But, like, I don't know why they decided to put that in the movie because it doesn't make sense without context. It's just, it, like... It might have been a nod to people who had read the book. Possibly, yeah. But it's just one of those things where it's, like, if you watch that and you're like, what the hell is going on? All you're thinking is... Because they look at Danny directly. Yeah. And they're almost like, what are you looking at? You never seen a man with another man in a dog suit before? Like, it's... They just give him this look like, don't judge us, man. You don't yeah. know. Yeah, I pulled up the picture right Yeah, here. Yeah, you see what I'm talking about now? Yeah. 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 You finger-talking bitch. Yeah. Exactly. Don't but judge like, me. Yeah, and like that's and I wanted to tie this in because um, horror does not just stay in movies. There's no. some really great horror books, as we've talked, there's really great horror video games. And hopefully I can pique the interest of Mr. Kevin Goswan because I know he wants to talk about horror television as well. There's a lot of good stuff on TV right now. Um, but I wanted to tie this in with The Shining. I mentioned before that the book is incredible. If you guys get a chance, seriously, go out and buy it or get it from the library, whatever. It's cheap. You can get it. Actually, if you haven't read The Shining yet, what, yeah. what is wrong with yeah. you? It's, the book is so much scarier than the movie, but also there's a sequel that they came out with. A Look at Andy's got a copy. Way to go, Andy. There is a sequel to it called Dr. Sleep huh. where it picks up with Danny Torrance and goes further in his life. Really? I don't even want to tell you the plot. Because it's that good. You mm -hmm. need to read it. It's a fantastic book. But anything Stephen King writes, I, I there have been many Stephen King books that I start reading and I can't finish it because they get too freaky. And a perfect example is Pet Cemetery. Ooh, yeah. I got to the part where the kid, where Gage it. dies, and he digs up the coffin to go take it to the Pet Cemetery, and I was like, nope, close the book. I was like, done. Don't want to read the rest it. of this. It, yeah. It's, I mean, yeah. don't get me wrong. Tim Curry is terrifying. Yeah. As the clown. But, yeah. Or as Pennywise, but yeah. still. Yeah. Absolutely. The book is like, and like with Pet Cemetery, I want to say that like, this is, I was like 13 and I closed it. I was like not reading this. I finally went through and read it all the way through and it like, it gave me nightmares. I was like, this is awful. Like this is, and I read up on it because I wanted to see like kind of where Stephen King was in his life when he was writing this. And it turns out that like, he was so like not wanting to do this book. Like he was on a deadline. He had to finish the book and he wrote it and he read it and he's like, this is fucking horrifying. And his wife read it, wet it. His wife read it too, and she was like, this is scary as shit, but you shouldn't put this out. And the production company was like, "Don't we don't give a shit, just give it the book. And he's like, I, I, re I don't regret writing that book, but he's like, it's the scariest thing that I've ever written that I wish I didn't write. Like, yeah. even he was like, this is fucked up. Like, Stephen King gives himself nightmares. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, he's like the Chuck Norris of horror writers. Yeah. <laughs> Alfred Hitchcock reads it and is like, dude, what the fuck is wrong he with you? He shits his pants, yeah. Like... <laughs> What the fuck is wrong with you? Yeah, John Carpenter is like, no, fuck this, dude. I'm not doing this. Um, Barker just cuddles it at night. Yeah. Um, what has anybody else ever read any books that really just scared the shit out of you? Uh, the unabridged version of Bram Stoker's Dracula in, if you actually read it in Old English, it okay. is actually much more terrifying than the original, or like, than it's the common version. Okay. Yeah. Um, I mean, I, I've I've read. I really liked. Reading as a kid, um, I got I got assigned to us in like middle school with Mary Shelley's Frankenstein. Oh, great book! I loved that. That was that was really good because it's not just like, hey, here's the monster and now he's scary. No, it's it's a lot more to do with the psychology behind it and now where my, it came from. My favorite horror writer, H.P. Lovecraft. Well, I mean, he only invented you know the mm, Cthulhu. Yeah. You know, well, like, he is the godfather of modern horror. Yeah, that's um, true. Yeah, we wouldn't have Poe. We wouldn't have Stephen King. We wouldn't have any of this without you know H.P. coming before. Yeah. And it wasn't just that, oh, I'm going to kill 
a bunch of people. I'm gonna kill the entire world, but first I'm gonna drive like three-fourths of it insane. And then we'll kill him. Or we'll <laughs> just have them brutally, savagely kill, kill themselves. Yeah, like he's... There's, there's a reason that hipsters love H.P. Lovecraft, and it's because he writes good shit, so... <laughs> really does. Yeah. Eric, what about you, man? You got a book that you read that just, like, scared the shit out of you, or just stuck with you that you couldn't shake? I've never read too many horror books. Yeah. Horror's always been more of a movie genre for me. Oh, yeah? I like to... Not that I can't visualize it in my mind, but yeah. I much prefer to see the the visualization that the director or the artist has. I gotcha. Yeah. Okay. Uh, and I, well, I mean, you gotta love Giger for that. Yeah, which you can, all of the Alien movies, um, his art basically inspired that. Yeah. Inspired the movie about mouth rape. <laughs> like, it's, like, it's, ugh, God, when you think about Alien, just the original Alien, just think about, like, how really gross that whole concept is behind that, but people love it. I love it. It's fascinating, but at the same time, it makes your stomach turn. Now, see, that's degree. one that, you know, some people say it's sci-fi, some people say it's horror, I say it's horror or sci-fi. Yeah. I think there is a whole horror sci-fi subgenre. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, well, and I mean, there also is like action horror. You yeah, know, Resident Evil. Yeah, um, the Mummy movie. Uh, Army of Darkness. Thank you Army very much. Of... Only the greatest action horror yeah. movie of all time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But that's also action horror comedy. A little bit of comedy. Yeah. yeah, yeah. This is my boomstick. Yeah, but when he when he's fighting himself, like and he's shop like, smart. Yeah, or when he's like slapping himself in the face. Yeah, like I, yeah, the movie's wonderful. <laughs> he forgets the words when he's picking up the book. Like, <laughs> <laughs> look, I'm drawing a line in. The fucking sand here do not read the latin <laughs> um movies 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 there are so many more scary movies i want to while we're on the stephen king uh topic i want to talk about carrie because it's not really that scary no i think i'm fucked up because i think it's hilarious wait it's not like, I mean, am I the only one that thinks that movie is hilarious? Because, like, when she's getting the tampons thrown at her, I mean, I know it's a very touching time in a woman's life when she's, you know, finding her womanhood and all that happy horse shit. But, like, when they're like, plug it up, Carrie White, and they're throwing tampons at her, I'm laughing. <laughs> yeah. Like, it's, like, it's yeah. horrible. <laughs> but also, too, like, when, when she wins. Then again, should I not laugh when watching, like, the birds either? Probably not, no. Uh, oh, look at those people getting pecked to death by birds. That's hilarious. <laughs> like that loud Homer Simpson and obnoxious laugh. <laughs> like, ah, 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 ah. Um, oh, they're dead. But when she when she um, wins the prom queen, and you're like, oh, she won prom queen, and then they dump the pig blood on her, you kind of laugh for a second. But then it's also this kind of cool, like almost like Punisher-esque revenge flick. Where yeah. she's like, you laughed at me after getting pig's blood dumped on me? I'm going to kill all of you. Wasn't I, that I, a normal reaction? I mean, that's pretty much how it should have gone. But like, just the whole movie is wonderful. And like, it, it's so expertly done. And then it has that jump moment at the end where the one girl goes to visit Carrie's like grave and the hand comes up out of the ground and grabs her. Like, that's... Pretty you know, freaking awesome. Considering you mentioned jump moments, yeah, one of, to this day, I think one of the greatest jump scares is Insidious. Oh, dude, with the man in red, the dining room. Oh, because yes. it wasn't a normal jump scare. Normally in in horror movies, you get that jump scare where the music kind of builds up, and you're like, and there's a jump scare, and you're like, okay, I could have seen that coming. Yeah. The thing that gets me about that every time is just it's a calm, relaxed moment. And they're talking, and him, he's just standing right behind the kid. Like, no, he's behind the father. Oh, yeah. Like, but, like, he's just standing there, just chilling. And he's like, ah, and you're like, what the fuck is that? Like, yeah. yeah, that gave me goosebumps when I saw that. That shit was, yeah, frightening. The rest of the movie, not so much. Like, but great, gr- 
fantastic jump scare. Yeah, but the part where like they find the little boy ghost and he's like doing a little Irish jig all over the house. It's supposed to be scary and it's funny as shit. He's like ha da 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 da, just <laughs> dancing around and you're just like, this isn't scary. All, all I would hear is the the Irish, uh, the little leprechaun from Simpsons. That's that's all I could think okay. too. Yeah, Leprechaun for yeah. one of the greatest bad horror movies of all time. Is that Leprechaun in the Hood? No, no, no. That is Leprechaun 3. Oh, Leprechaun okay. 4 is in space oh, where he right. fights the space vampirist. Who was it? Who was it that talked about this before? Me. The, I, I we had somebody movie. else bring it up. It might have been love that movie. It might have been Steve, awesome. which you know he's again on on his baconator quest right now. Dude, you know, Steve, bring me a baconator, man. please. Yes, bring us a baconator. You did bring up hungry. when you're yeah. bringing up Stephen King. Yeah. Um, back when I was working at Spencer's, uh, one night my employees and I did a challenge tier where we named all of these horror villains that we could, and we basically did you know debating on who would win each round, and did an entire tier structure. Gotcha. Yeah. Um, we concluded that no matter who you give us. Pennywise is the absolute most brutal and most powerful villain of all time. I don't know, man. Kathy Bates in uh, Misery. <laughs> like, I mean, she did. She did break James Conn's ankles. Like, she hobbled him. Like, and then that's another thing. In the in the movie, she breaks his ankles with a sledgehammer. In the book, she cuts off his feet and cauterizes it closed with a blowtorch. Yeah. Like. You want to talk about a drastic difference there? I mean, like... Oh, yeah. Yeah, like, that's... Oh, my God. Like, that... I, again, back to Stephen King. Um, Kevin, you've been quiet for a while, man. Are there any yes. other horror movies that you got that, like, we haven't listed yet, or... Um, other movies? Gosh. Um, you know, I, I like uh, like a lot of... You know, I, I've been kind of slow on, on watching new horror films for a while. I am I actually looking... Uh, looking toward um this new get out um movie with uh what's his name from from doctor who um <clears throat> what's that guy's name daniel kaluuya uh he was in uh city of the dead or whatever with david uh, david Tennant episode oh, okay. anyway uh the, the new movie it's like uh uh it, it's like uh, guess who's coming to dinner sort of thing where uh, a young uh, a white girl brings her black boyfriend home to, um, sorry, I'm not talking to the mic. I apologize. There you go. Uh, home to, uh, you know, her, her town, wherever it is. And everybody's white, except for like a couple of servants <laughs> and dudes like this is all right. I can handle whatever. It's cool. It's 2016. You know, people can just handle, you know, people can just cope. But apparently this is not a, uh, a, a, a romantic comedy that he's in it's a horror movie and it goes you know it seems to go just as bad as you might expect um and uh while the uh the trailers seem to over explain yeah like i kind of i kind of you know it's one of those where it's like you've seen the trailer you may have just seen the entire movie oh yeah yeah um i still kind of want to see the movie and usually i when i see those i don't um, so I'm looking forward to that. Um, but as far as things that I've seen lately, like actual film-wise, I haven't seen a lot. You know, Comics Online used to review a lot of horror stuff. Like the horror companies used to. Um, uh, what's a big? What's the big horror distributor? Um, Lionsgate. Well, yeah, definitely Lionsgate. But there's a there's like a there's an imprint of somebody. I don't think it's uh, Lionsgate itself. Anyway, but but they, they used to send us stuff all the time. We used to have a, a horror e editor, Carl Madsen, and in fact, Carl's coming back to Comics Online soon to Miramax do some more writing. Hooray for Carl! Yay! Yay! But, um, but anyway, 
yeah, I, I haven't been, been watching a, a ton of stuff. I've been more uh, television and comics, honestly, when it comes to horror lately. Well, okay, then Crossed. what about... What, is that a... Cross the comic series. Oh, okay. Another um, hor- so horror. Kevin, oh, what was why that? am I not su- surprised? That, Andy, what was that, that one that you read? Zombie loves crossed. Or was it you? I can't remember which one of you guys read one, but it was like the freaky little. We had to review it for Comics Online. Um, what are you talking about? Crossed. Was it crossed? No, there I was, don't know. There was another one that it was um, like. I own actually a huge chunk of crossed, and it is um, it is one comic series that I have witnessed people get physically ill trying to work, trying to read this it's comic. It's very extreme. Much much to one what it's exactly what one might expect uh, Zombie Ben to like. It yeah, exactly. is the most extreme comic you're likely to see. I'm trying it's, to remember. It's printed in Avatar Press if that gives you an idea. There's like Harrow County or something like that. Oh yeah. Oh that, Harrow County. Now, now oh yeah, remember. we did yeah. A, we did a review of I did Harrow a review County. on that one. It was you know, you. Okay. I didn't continue with it. I forgot to subscribe to it and now it's like 15 issues in and it was I, pretty good. I I haven't I haven't really read anymore. I just read the first one. It was pretty freaky. Yeah. yeah. I mean from from what I read um with that Sorry Colin Bond. I'll, <laughs> I'll 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 buy the trades or something. <laughs> well, yeah. No no worries there. Um so TV like what what horror movie or horror shows are out there? Like what's what what is out there that's really freaky on television now? I mean, The Walking Dead. Yeah, I mean that eh. that seems to be everybody's. Let's okay. But so The Walking Dead so much isn't like it really to, isn't at least horror. to me it's yeah. not. Scary All right, the most horrifying freaky, thing like... about Walking Dead is that it is mind-numbingly boring. Yeah. Unless it is every fifth episode where there's an action episode. The yeah. four episodes in between, I want to kill myself. You, have, you do have a point there. There's numerous times during a season where I'm like, yeah. all right, well, this whole episode could have been condensed into about 15 minutes, and then yeah. they could have done something cool. Yeah, but right. I actually don't care about the series because, to me, I'm like, you've wasted episode after episode with boring, absolutely pointless episodes. I... It, it's not a horror show to me. I mean, no, the, no. the, the concept the concept is, but honestly, like, now, it's depressing. Now, it's like, it's like, hey, everything you love and all the people you love, they're going to die, and it might be your fault. And then, like, now they've gotten so f- big on themselves that they'll pull this bullshit like they did at the end of last season and going into the beginning of this season where they're like, hey, we're going to kill a major character, but then we're not going to tell you who it is, even though we told you it was gonna, who I mean, we were going to tell you. I'd say the biggest horror show out there is American Horror Story. Um... <sighs> And that's only that's more thriller than it is horror. Yeah. What about Supernatural? It's only on like season like sixty five now. So it just keeps going. It's the show that won't end. But that's not even horror at all. That's just like fantasy sci fi, yo know, action. Back to back to The Walking Dead. If you, yeah. If you go back to season one, season one was great. That was more horror. When he yeah. wakes up in the hospital and like everything's all fucked up and he has no idea what's going on, yeah. and he's like walking around the town. He sees yeah, that see, little the, girl who's like and a about fucking every zombie. Every other episode that had that something going really on. Good. I'd say the first like two or three seasons were were, were horror, but after that it did kind of devolve. It's become when, it's become drama. It's a drama when, show. Now. When they got it's to the not, prison is when I stopped watching. Really, I managed okay. to get to the end of the prison, and I was like. I don't care anymore. See, I liked I it. Don't I like care. I liked that whole series with um, the governor. Like, yeah. He was like my favorite bad guy. Everybody keeps telling me that Negan is going to be better. There than was him, definitely but. some wasted episodes in that season, yep. but I watched. I watched it all the way through, and I, I enjoyed yep. that season. It was the last season they did um, with. Um, it wasn't with Alexandria or oh, whatever yeah. they were calling it. When I they're just like walking around the town and like 
Yeah. Now, I haven't watched it. Um, <laughs> Do something. Kill a zombie. Come on. Yeah, like, fuck these there's walls. The Scream yeah. TV, there's the Scream TV series. Oh, on MTV. It was good. Okay, Andy, I, you, you saw all of the Scream series on MTV, didn't you? I wanted to watch that, and I never did. Andy? I remember hearing Andy, about that. Andy, have you, have you been killed? Andy, somebody got Andy. God damn it. Hello? Yo, the Who's mob there? man ate him. Andy Barsh. Oh, what? Hey, oh, God, you're talking oh, to me? <laughs> um, we were thinking somebody went all deliverance on you. You watched... Jesus Christ. You watched uh, the the, uh, the Scream series that was on MTV, right? The first season, yeah. Yeah, what do you think of it? It's been a while, but I remember liking it for the most part. Uh, it definitely wasn't great. It's still not as good as the first movie, in my opinion. Yeah. But definitely better than the sequels. Yeah, okay. I saw like three or four episodes of it, and it does a really, really good job of modernizing the story. Okay. Because it's not the exact same story. They're not recycling it. Okay. It's a different story, but they've added like the whole like text, like livelihood oh, that everybody is attached to their phones on. what was that horror movie that came out? Uh, Unfriended. I still need to see that. Oh, that did look interesting. Yeah, yeah. I know what you're did talking about. Did anybody else see that? Unfriended. No, I saw it. I know what you're talking about, but... Okay, what'd you think? I, it has a ton of problems, but I still enjoy it. I, if somebody doesn't like it, I will totally understand why they wouldn't. But <laughs> <Yeah>. me, <laughs> uh, it, I'm a big fan of the found footage genre. Oh this yeah, is sort of a different. Oh, because thing let me just tell it. you, where that is a perfect segue into one of my absolute favorite movies. It's my number one horror movie of all time, and that is the Blair Witch Project. Okay, love Blair Witch Project. Now we're yes. speaking since we're talking about found found footage movies. Um, The Last Exorcism was actually pretty good is that the one where yeah i know which one you're talking about yeah um and what i actually found out about it was that originally when they released it they wanted the credits um they wanted to put fake credits at the end of the movie but the sag association would not allow them because they wanted it to genuinely appear like legit found footage yeah yeah um and that one went the film footage route uh what i really liked about it was that it wasn't like blair witch where there was the shaky cam yeah you know, it was actually shoulder-mounted cam. It yeah. was blatantly a documentary. Yeah, okay. But it was good. And yeah. then they went to the sequel, and it pretty much, for um, The Last Exorcism 2, which, let alone the title, doesn't make sense. How um, can you, yeah, I know, right? The Last Exorcism 2. It pretty much starts really, out with the writers the last shitting their pants and then not changing their pants but continuing to shit their pants until the end of the movie. Um, The thing... <laughs> The thing with Blair Witch that I love so much is it wasn't the first found footage movie ever that's been put out. No. But it was the first one that really ever used the internet as a marketing tool, and it showed you how powerful the internet could be. They yeah, created, I remember that. They created fake websites. Oh, yeah. They created fake flyers. And not only that, too. I mean, you guys may have not been living in the area at the time, but I lived in Northern Virginia. This was supposedly shot, I mean, the, the Black Hills of Maryland. Yeah. This was a huge regional thing here. Everybody yep. was like, well, this shit's real. We got to go out to the Black Hills and see if we can find those people, you know? Like, <laughs> people legitimately thought that that was what happened. Yeah. And then, like, all of a sudden, the actors and actresses start doing interviews on, like, fucking Tonight, The Tonight Show with Jay Leno. Like, hey, I heard you were on this movie, you know? Well, like, actually, they had a contra contractual obligation that yeah. they had to stay basically hidden for a certain amount of time after yeah. the release. It was, like, four weeks after the release. But, like, some of the other things about this, though, is... Um, I mean, it made $250 million. It is still, to this day, one of the most successful independent what movies of all time. What was the budget on that again? At like, I don't know, like 80 bucks. Like, yeah, it was enough it was to buy some tents and some bottles of water. It was like, dirt cheap. I think it yeah. was like... It was, I want to say it was like close to a million. That was about it. No, not even. It was less than a million? Oh, God, yeah. Yeah, I was thinking like 500000 yeah, It wasn't no, much. And like, on, I'll pull it up. They did this, too. What made it even better is there was no script. 
Yeah. Like what would happen is, is they were like, okay, they were given you... notes. Yeah. I remember he would like give them kind of directions. Yes. And say like, okay, your characters are going to try to take the lead, and then yeah. you know, and let them kind of figure it out for themselves. Yeah. But also too, I remember like, reading about that. They... All right, you ready for the budget for this movie? Yeah, go ahead. Sixty. $60,000? Wow, I said 500000 Are you serious? Wow. They did serious. that whole movie on $60,000. And its box office was $248.6 million. Yeah. That might you be the most talk... successful movie ever. Yeah. Profit wow. margin-wise, yeah. that is like Avengers eat your fucking heart out. That's, yeah. That's crazy, though. But, like, also, like, I mean, there was a Sci-Fi Channel documentary done to make it look like it was real. Like, yeah. they... They this, went all out. Yeah. yeah. And but it's, speaking speaking of uh, another horror movie that's yeah. coming out, and it's actually a remake, but um, It, the Stephen yeah. King movie? Yeah. Uh, the the new clown it, yeah. looks fucking terrifying. He does. Yeah. And, like, and part, and I've, I've read theories online, I don't know if this is true or not, but all the scary clowns that people keep seeing everywhere... It's advertisement for it. That's what I've heard too. Now I've, I've heard that they're doing a grassroots marketing very similar to yes, Blair now, Witch. Yeah, yeah. and, is, and yeah, here's great, the yeah, thing too, is that the guy they got to play the new the new Pennywise. Yeah, you're filling the shoes of Tim Curry. So you or if know, it's Tim Curry in this case, it's filling like the uh, the corset and the right, but and the and the, <laughs> and the, and the mean, silk panties. Like that's a level oh, of man. for somebody to go. Okay, I have to be that. I have to match that. Yeah, that's, that's, those are big shoes to fill. And you know it's going to be... Big stilettos to fill. <laughs> yeah. Okay. All right, <laughs> well, stop. I mean, you take into account the... <laughs> because they're clown shoes. <laughs> Thank you, Andy. The Thank guy you. who played Pin- Pinhead. Yeah. You know, that's, that's somebody that has played the same character so much, and that repeatedly after filming multiple of the Hellraiser movies, he wasn't recognized at the rap party because nobody ever saw him outside of, you know, Pinhead costume. Yeah. That's the same thing they say about uh, Worf from uh, Star Trek The Next Generation. Yeah. Nobody knew what Michael Dorn looked like. Like, for the first two seasons, they were all just like, who the fuck's this black guy? Oh, you're Worf? Oh, shit. Really? Like, people were, like, blown away. They were like, we didn't realize that he was, that we had no idea. Like, he's black? Yeah. <laughs> Can I go back to Blair Witch for a second? Of course. Yeah, go back. Did you hear two things? Yeah. There's a really good fan theory about... Um, it's actually the plot is actually Mike and Josh took Heather out there to kill Heather. It has nothing to do with Blair Witch. It's just them plotting to kill Heather. I've heard that before. You're not yeah. the first person that said that. I thought that was really cool and actually, it, it, it doesn't really hold up. I mean, she's movie, annoying, but, actually but like, I mean, is she really that annoying that you have to kill her? Like, oh, I mean, well, I mean, we were planning that with uh, Andy. Oh, wait, live Mike. Crap. Shut up, man. Damn it, Ben. Apparently, uh, <laughs> Mike and. Or no, Josh and Heather used to be uh, a couple. Oh, really? And yeah, based on this fan theory. Oh, okay. But, but like I said, there's parts of the movie that don't hold up. That make like, that Heather's still alive. Yeah. But there's, um, <laughs> after the movie came out, they actually released video games based on the Blair Witch. Did they really? Yep. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. It was PC games, and they, they weren't that great, there but they were, for they were all right. There was one for 362, I'm pretty sure. Really? Now, Kevin... And it actually revealed what happened to them at the end of the movie, like what knocked Heather out. And it's just some random ass monster that you're supposed to fight. That's bullshit. That was what made the movie good. Is you never saw the monster. Yeah. That's oh. that is the best thing. It's the it's that slow reveal. Like that's why I think modern horror is just not Devil. nearly as good. Devil. Is that the one with the elevator? Even, yes. It wasn't even like uh, the Blair Witch. It was just some like one of the monsters you have to fight over and over again in the game. It so it's a, just like it a foot a sm- soldier knocking one of the turtles out. It was a smoke monster. It's like a foot soldier. <laughs> the, the one in the elevator. <laughs> Speaking yeah. of uh, those, uh, you know, 
thing, things that are uh, classic and you know and, and 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 yet modern a modern version of something classic yeah um, one of the best things that has been out uh, that has been in the horror genre uh, was stranger things oh, yes oh yes. yeah How good call that one wow. yeah None of us even thought about that. Stranger well, Things was... I mean, was... we did do a whole podcast devoted to it. Oh, God, it was so good. Like, I, I really <laughs> wish... Kevin, you got to see if we have any connections and if we can get those kids on. Because that kid, Dustin, is fucking hilarious. Dude, he'll like, come on. If he knew we wanted him on, he would come on. Yeah. he's that type of guy. That's true. Yeah, we got to see if we can swing some of the Stranger Things people. I mean, honestly, what is Renona, Renona Ryder really doing? Other than... Yeah, exactly. She's got Stealing time. things? Yeah, stealing... <laughs> stealing. Oh. No, you need to get... Oh, uh, man. Oh, man. And Give me some connections with still the chick doing who cocaine. Back the 90s. <laughs> Take it back to the 90s. Yeah, exactly. Hey, we'll go back in time. We'll do a Time Lords episode. Now, um, I wanted to ask. I wanted to ask Kevin real quick because I said Blair Witch and he made a face and said something horrible. Like, I thought he was. I couldn't tell if he was upset at my choice or he didn't like the movie or if he had really bad diarrhea or something. He was just like, "Oh God." Maybe a little bit of. A... What's your What's your issue with uh, Blair Witch, Kevin? Uh, I'm not sure what I was uh, gesturing about at the time. It was, um... was it a hot fart? I was gonna stop. I'm sticking a wet fart. Yeah. <laughs> no, no, nothing like that. I, I'm just thinking. Uh, yeah, I mean, it was it was not my my jam really. I you know, if you want to talk like your found footage type things, I, I definitely preferred the um, what was the one where the, they they shot it in San Diego? Um, oh, oh, um, Paranormal Activity. Paranormal. Yeah, exactly. Okay. Um, I like the first one of that. That's yeah. the only one I think I saw. But, okay. Um, now, I. Oh, go ahead, Gavin. Gavin, go ahead. He's pointing. I wasn't at you. saying anything else. Go. He's oh. good. He was good. Oh, I was going to say you the um, go sign, but you can't see it because I. Uh, yeah. Ghost I don't, I don't gave have... you the go sign. Get it? Huh? See, I I don't have a TV. Um, <laughs> I ain't got no TV. <laughs> I was going to say one series I love is actually the Purge series. I haven't seen those. I saw what, the first one. I what I the love about The Purge is that from a, so, from a sociological standpoint, it's fascinating because it is, you know, the horrifying factor in this is it is the baser urges of human nature. It is giving people 12 hours to do whatever the hell they want with no repercussions. And it's considered patriotic to purge. You know, it's considered a you're doing your American duty to go out and purge. So here's the the catch twenty two in that is like all right you purge and you kill your boss and you're praised for it but a week down the road do you get fired for like not complying with dress code? <laughs> you know if you go and rape your neighbor's wife can you still borrow his lawnmower? I mean can, are they well I mean are they allowed to hold what you did on purge day against you? They don't ever go into that. Huh. And but it is seen as absolutely the most patriotic act is to act out on the purge because it is fundamentally enforcing darwinism the the strong must survive and the weak will die yeah or the weak will buy more guns i if, mean if you think about it with no conscience then that it, no consequences yeah yeah and well, that's what no i love about it it kind of works yeah like, it does i mean yeah. that our society is weakened because of because of our our hearts because we're we're soft like in nature if if somebody has a like a a defected baby they don't raise it they just let it die yeah so i mean it, it is giving into animal our, instincts yeah the things that make us human are also and, our and weakness in the animal exactly system. yeah and it's yeah. to me it's just one of those horror movies that well is so it, it makes it a horror movie yeah is it so terrifying you know that you can't watch it with the lights off no not really 
but it's one that makes you think. I think it goes into the the action horror movie and maybe a little bit of like psychological thriller. Yeah, style. definitely on the psychological side. Guys, we got about um, about seven minutes before we're gonna go ahead and wrap up everything. Um, let's let's take. We've done the movies, we've done TV shows, we've done comic books a little bit. We did uh, books. Let's kind of talk about some of the things that we love about Halloween, like some new, of your favorite oh, Halloween memories. New Simpsons. Yes, the Treehouse of Horror. Treehouse of Horror. How have we not oh. brought that up? Like those are. I've been I've been waiting for it. Those are some I, of my had favorite. To get in there somewhere yeah, those are some of my favorite Simpsons shows of all time. Like Treehouse of Horrors. I actually have a bunch of old Treehouse of Horror comic books. From oh really? When I was a kid. Yeah. Nice. I've, I've always loved now, those. Those are great. Did anybody else have a My Buddy doll? Yes, which is yes, what I Chucky did. was based yes. off. Yes. Of. Yeah. I had my buddy. I gave mine a haircut because <laughs> I really thought it'd grow back. Um, yeah, that didn't work. That's frightening. <laughs> but not what a dumbass. But, but not out of character. <laughs> <laughs> but not out of character for you. So <laughs> thinking that it was probably possessed or that it was demonic. And well, well yeah, you okay. know what? I may be a dumbass, but I'm gonna go eat a candy bar. Ooh, ooh, that's messed you up. Bastard. <laughs> you bastard. You bastard. You sugar-eating bastard. Damn you and your glucose. Um. Yeah, the Treehouse of Horrors I absolutely love, but, like, I used to love... The neighborhood I grew up in was, like, your typical, like, suburban neighborhood. Yeah. All the houses were perfectly spaced out. You had a big neighborhood where you... It was, like, 60, 70, 80 houses, and you could just clean up on Halloween. There was always that one old lady down the street that handed out full-size candy bars. Oh, yeah. See, the best or, like, my neighbors. <laughs> my neighbors were always there, like, hey, everybody else gets the small ones. You get the big one. I'm like, hell yeah. You nice. The best one I ever had was uh, I walk up, and I was in middle school at the time, I walk up to this yeah. guy's house and he's giving out change and he's going, don't tell my wife I ate the candy. And, <laughs> at which point, my buddy and I, all these younger kids are in front of us and we get up there and he goes to reach into this jar of change and I just looked at him and I was like, go get your checkbook. <laughs> and he was like, what? And I was like, you, you don't see, want me to tell take, your wife. I'm like, yeah. you, you don't want me to tell your wife. I will come back later. And he was just like, oh, <laughs> crap. So that's how I extorted somebody, one of my neighbors on Halloween went for 50 bucks and had him make it out to cash. <laughs> and this was my first you know what foray. Else he did? He banged the babysitter too. <laughs> this was my first foray into extortion. Yep. Congratulations. <laughs> I have it. issues. It's a good time in a young man's life the first time you extort somebody for money. First um, felony. Um, yeah. When, when I was in seventh grade, um, I, I lived in Tirasana and, yep. and uh, down the street. Um, what do you call, uh, what's that guy's name? Goose Gossage? Do you remember Goose Gossage? Yeah, the pitcher? Yeah, the pitcher, yeah. Anyway, he lived He lived not too far from me, a few blocks, and uh, and he gave out full-size candy bars. That's my most exciting Halloween story. Actually, Kevin, you, because you grew up in California, right? Yeah. Um, did you ever go to the uh, Manson house? No, I didn't live near there, no. No? He was further south. Okay, I was just wondering if in your adventures out there, if you ever made it over that way. I want to go to the Winchester house. That's out in uh, the wilderness out east of L.A. Have you guys seen the Winchester house? The house that was built by the crazy woman who was using a Ouija board, basically? Yeah. Yeah, I... Yeah. Yeah. It's... There's, like, doors that go... Now they're living in the bunker in... uh, in, Oh, 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 wait, you're not talking about Supernatural Season 12? No. No, No, not those Winchesters. Um, There's doors that go nowhere. There's stairways that lead into the roof. Like, it was designed by ghosts and apparently yeah no i'm awesome. serious like it's it sounds weird and creepy but it'd be a great place to go get stoned and then we'll go hang out there yeah. well you, it, it's actually uh the lady has, has yeah. died or whatever and it's you it's a hotel now you can stay there now yeah 
Yeah, there's like rooms wow. that you can't get to that are built in the my, house. There's no way to access them. My like in-laws the, yeah, actually went to the uh, the Stanley Hotel. Oh, the one in Colorado? Yeah, yeah the, the one, one where the Shining, the Shining was, was based, yeah. Um, and while there, there was actually a photo that was taken of my mother-in-law, and there is a silhouette behind her. Yeah, yeah, it's legit haunted, too. Yeah. yeah. Like, there's nice. there's a place around here. I know. Ghosts! Um, there's a place the in... 13 ghosts of Scooby-Doo. There's a place in Fairfax uh, called Bunny Man Bridge. Yep. Kevin, your, your house actually isn't far from there. I'll have to take you over there one time. Um... But like it's oh, the story I love the is real story. I know the story is so stupid. Like the the real story of it yeah. is uh, two kids were out on like this makeout point kind of road back there, yeah. and this guy in a bunny suit showed up and started hacking their car with a like a pickaxe yeah. or an axe, and it was a hatchet. Yeah, and he's like, "Get off my property!" So yeah. they freaked out and they drove off. And yeah, later that's that, the actual real bunny man story. They've ha- they've made up all sorts of well, other there stupid was a bullshit, second part to yeah. it that about a week later, one of the cops that was looking in that area for the bunny for Bunny Man and they came across this guy on a house porch and he started screaming at the cop to get off his property. The yeah. cop went back to his car to call back for backup and the guy starts hacking at the porch with an axe. Yeah. And by yeah. the time they got there he was gone and never heard from again. I'm, I'm impressed that you know those stories because I thought that was only me. Like that's... Um, yeah. Goatman? Yes! Goatman! 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 Oh, okay. So Goatman is a Southern Maryland thing, right? Oh, and my yeah. mom was from Southern Maryland and Goatman, apparently there's this like agricultural government facility out in like bumfuck nowhere in maryland right and kids would always it's go actually right off 295 on the way to bwi but that's that shows you the difference between maryland like you can go from big city and you only got to go a couple miles east and you're in the middle of fucking nowhere bumfuck. oh yeah yeah exactly bfe or egypt or whatever so egypt maryland is where this is and um <laughs> what it is is not california maryland no not california there's a california and there's a hollywood too yes very um, awkward but nice. out there there was supposedly some sort of experiment that went on and some scientist fucked up and combined his DNA with a goat. So he goes running around, like, hacking at kids who are making out in cars and a hatchet, like, with a hatchet. It's it's those dumb stories that you hear all the time, but, like, yeah. apparently he's been seen for, like, years and years and years. Oh, yeah. Now, see, like, and for Andy being out in West Virginia, Mothman. Yeah. You know, it wasn't just a book. It wasn't just... A shitty uh, Richard Gere movie. Yeah. You know, there is actually, like, a monument where this happened. Yeah. Um, and it is a giant statue of the Mothman. you remember the show uh, Fear on MTV? Yes. The very first episode uh, was the penitentiary in Mountainsville, West Virginia. Yeah, that's they've like done a, that on a lot of shows. That's a 15-minute drive from my house. Yeah. there's. I, I love I love the urban legends, like the local stuff. That's like some of my favorite stuff. I, I absolutely you know, love that. What actually makes me sad about that is that we've kind of seemed to have hit an era where we haven't had any new good urban legends short um, of like – the online ah, ones. Yes, the creepypasta stuff. You right. have the Slenderman. Slenderman. Slenderman, Slenderman yeah. is great, but we're not having that that local connection. We're not having yeah. – and Slenderman is one of the best, but that's about it. But you got to think, though. Like, back in the day, that's what kids did is you were your community. You were part of yeah. your community. And, Kevin, you got something to say? Oh, yeah. Well, I was going to say, you know, talking – going off of, of Creepypasta and going yeah. right into one of our very soon-to-come upcoming episodes oh, yeah. is is the, the, the Disney one. You know, that uh, – have you read the, the Creepypasta? You mean about the one the, in uh, uh, North Carolina? Yeah, yeah. What's exactly. going on? No, no. Tell me about this. What's going on? Um, ben, go ahead. Uh, there's the Creepypasta that there's a abandoned Disney park in North Carolina, um, and they – come across one thing that's known about disney parks is that they're like catacombs there's entire you know 
giant catacombs underneath every Disney park. So that you can get to all the places without being walking. seen. Yeah, exactly. And yeah. Um, also so that the mascots can easily get under there and get out of costume without being seen. Yeah. Um, and there's this guy that goes out and he's exploring it. I'm giving you the crash course on this. And he comes across uh, a locked room and ends up finding a mascot down there that's like a twisted fucked up version of Mickey like decrepit like 40 years old kind of mascot looking thing yeah and he goes to take his head off and when he takes his head off it's like flesh ripping oh yeah what well, well plus uh <laughs> Kevin the, the Russian sleep experiment alright oh, yeah that's an old one too yeah. that, that, that predates uh um actually another great one and it's not a creepy pasta. it's uh I'll see if I can find the link but it's actually called the black farm and it's a story that absolutely will fuck with you. Um, yeah. Hey, Mike, black people farming? No. No. West Virginia, stop hey, it. Hey, phrasing! <laughs> so we got, we got to roll out. We, we have a hard stop, right, Mike? We do, yeah. We got we to get going because Eric's got uh, work tomorrow morning. But, uh, right, Eric, so. I want you to, real quick, though, I want to I want to let him tease this. Because um, right. hopefully, I haven't heard back from Tim and Kate yet, but hopefully they're listening to this and we can bully them into uh agreeing to do the show next week um we want to have an, another we endless sandwich them. we want to, to beg them yes we, please please tim and kate please come on our show join us join us for the fun we want to do another um endless sandwich but we also want to do a less than three uh episode here soon too we got all sorts of stuff coming up um eric tell us a little bit about like what we're talking about for uh endless sandwich coming up uh we're talking about some hopefully if tim and kate join us we're talking about some food pairings with some they do a uh what do they, they, they do? Have a, they have a brew pub, and we're going to um, plug them real quick. Go online uh, to Facebook and go to Heroic Ale Works. Uh, that is Tim's uh, venture that he's doing. I mean, they're building a brewery. Like, I'm watching it happen right in front of my eyes, and it's pretty awesome. But um, they're going to have that. It's going to be comic book themed. So, like, all of the beers are, are characters, and they'll rotate and stuff like that. So, it's a really, really cool concept. Um, but also, I mean, they're huge nerds. Like, Tim absolutely loves uh, Thanos. And Kate is like a cosplayer. She does all sorts of awesome cosplay stuff. Oh, nice. So we want to have them on because this is like the perfect place for them. Yeah. But also it's a chance for us to plug their stuff. We get to talk about food. We get to talk about what beers go well with food. It fits like, it's, perfectly into Endless Sandwich. Yeah, it really does. I mean, yeah. There's there's a little comic talk on Endless Sandwich as well. Yeah, it's a perfect and it's a perfect mashup of all the things that we uh, that we love to talk about. Yeah, and I mean, there's a, there's a million different ways to use alcohol in cooking. Beer... It's fantastic to cook with, so I mean, there's... so be excited, all you beer fans out there. We're gonna teach you all sorts of cool shit that you can do to impress your friends with beer, other than Aside just drink it and smash it on your forehead. Yeah, well, <laughs> well, not everybody can do that, Ben. Some of us are bigger. Sure some of are bigger than the shield. hole right there. Where, yeah, I can't fit it in. Stop using shot glasses. <laughs> That's what she said. Hi oh. <laughs> so uh, with that, you know, I want to end on a on a high note. Always ending uh, on the dick jokes. That's us. <laughs> on a big joke. And that's meatspin.com. Meatspin.com. <laughs> Tub girl. Meatspin.com. There's your horror movie, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, yeah, if you want to see something truly uh, terrifying. You know, there are a ton of things that we have breezed past and we have forgotten. If you would, please remind us of this as uh, loudly as you can on Facebook, on Twitter, anywhere you get us. Uh, if you wanted to keep it secret, you can uh, just email us directly at podcast at comicsonline.com. Um, but uh, thanks 
thanks for for listening and and you'll see us uh you'll you'll have us come back again soon on 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 this particular feed and then of course we're we were doing an endless sandwich soon as as we said as well beer. as uh the rest of our comics online endless, podcast endless beer sandwich endless beer sandwiches the endless beer sandwich yeah <laughs> oh man um yeah i mean again thank you everybody for listening uh go on itunes check us out uh, you can look up comics online that is one word uh, you can find all of our various podcasts because they're all tagged by Comics Online. And like. Like and us. Follow. Give us five stars. Go on Facebook. Go on Twitter. We're, give us Everywhere. money. Give us money, too. We like money. Money's great. Yeah, I have a Kickstarter. We're on the you Patreon. Guys, you guys want to throw in on that? If you, no give, if you give money, Mike will do things. Yeah. Yeah. Sexy things. Well, it, whatever. Just come up with your own thing. We'll, we'll yeah. do it. Yeah. Uh, so, <laughs> for Mike and Andy and Eric and Ben, and for everything geek pop culture, I'm Kevin Goswan, and this is Comics Online. Bitches. Don't forget to go to beatspin.com. And, and, and Mike, if you want to do the, the, the disclaimer, now would be the time. Hey, you know what? Why the hell not? Oh, you know what else we can do? We can do this. Today's podcast is brought to you by Audible.com. Get a free audiobook download and 30-day free trial at www.audibletrial.com slash comics online. Over 180,000 titles to choose from for your iPhone, Android, Kindle, or MP3 player. Wonderful, wonderful. Let's do the disclaimer. Disclaimer. The opinions expressed in this podcast may not represent those of Comics Online, any participants, or any employers, past, present, or future. If you would have thought otherwise without hearing this disclaimer, maybe you're not ready for this whole internet thing. (laughs) Apparently, I'm not ready for this microphone thing. Uh, Much less talk of all of our favorite horror movies. Or maybe you're instead one of our smart and sexy fans who appreciates foul language, biting sarcasm, and everything geek pop culture. If you have comments or questions for the Comics Online podcasters, post on our Facebook page, tweet us on Twitter, or email us at podcast at comicsonline.com. All original material in this podcast, copyright Comics Online 2016. Bitches. Bitches.